What's up, everybody? My name is Lee. Some of you guys might know me as Intuition, and you are tuned in to Kinda Neat. Thank you guys for tuning in, as always. This week on the show, we have an artist coming out of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, named Kier. And Kier's story is... It's a tough one. It's pretty sad a lot of the time, but she has a really great, upbeat attitude and is just kind of happy to be in Los Angeles... For the first time, so the interview is deceivingly upbeat, but she's faced a lot of challenges in her life. She is a brand new artist, has only been working for about a year, but already has a very well-established sound, great visuals, great look, delivery. I think she's great. She has a lot of potential. Uh, that said, I got to give a shout out to the woman who put me onto her. That is Kim. You can follow her at Hudat, H-U underscore D-A-T, I believe. I met Kim last year just working on various projects. Um, and since meeting her, she's been sort of plugging me with new women rappers because she is a real purveyor of that shit. She's a DJ. She's just sort of out on the scene, very up on the brand new shit. And so I got to give a big shout out to Kim for telling me. She told me about Clip. Um, she told me about Kier. Um, she's also the one that put me on Baby Sosa last year. Yeah, shout out Kim. Thanks for bringing me here. I had a great time talking to her. On the home front, like I told you guys last week, brand new dad, have a brand new baby. Ozzy's doing well. He's over a month old now. And I think we're starting to get our rhythm, you know? He's very smiley now. He's starting to respond to, like, facial recognition stuff. And it's just so fun. I just love him to death. He's going to meet his great grandmother soon his his grandmother is coming down if you're hearing this on Wednesday she came yesterday I'm recording this on Monday so she comes tomorrow and we're very excited to get an extra hand for help because while I work you know my wife's off for three months but having a newborn is a motherfucking handful literally like she never has free hands if I'm not there to help so it's hard when I'm working we need extra hands so thankfully my mom's coming down and in order to facilitate that I have big, great news in my life. You know, we rent still. Not to put all my business on the streets, but we still rent a house. Hopefully, you know, within the year, we'll be able to maybe buy a house. But we've been here for four years now in Eagle Rock. And it's the unit that we live in is a two-bedroom house. And then in the back, there's a granny flat. That's like a one-bedroom with a really large living room. And there was a couple living in it the whole time that we've lived here. But they recently moved out. I took that as great news because I was like, oh shit, we love this house and we really want that granny flat to use it as an office and a place for my mom to stay or for people to come visit. So maybe the family will sell it to us. So I wrote this big heartfelt letter and unfortunately never really even got a response from the letter um, offering to buy the house and talking about how much we love the house and how it's become part of our family and yada, yada, yada. But I heard from around the way that, oh, yeah, unfortunately, you know, they read the letter, but the house is owned by a family um, and it's in a trust. So it would take like, you know, eight people saying yes to selling it. And unfortunately, it just isn't going to happen. It's not they're not going to sell right now. So I was like, all right, well, they're not going to sell. So I started seeing one of the homeowners over here, like kind of fixing up the back house, getting ready to start renting it again. And rather than have some weirdo kook neighbor move in, I was like. Hey, uh, you know, what are you guys going to rent this back place for? Like, maybe I could just rent it. 
And they're like, oh, really? You think you could do that? And I'm like, yeah, I think I could, you know. I've been having some good years. I think I could rent the spot, use it as an office, a place for my mom to stay, et cetera, et cetera. And so we started talking about it, started talking about numbers and worked it out. I talked to my tax lady, who I shouted out on the last episode, and she was like, yeah, if you rent that as an office space, a dedicated office space is a 100% tax write-off. And so, lo and behold, here I am. I'm recording this in my back house that I've been in for two weeks and loving it. I've got my office set up in a little corner of the living room. Uh, When Mia goes back to work, her office will be on the other side of the big-ass living room. And then I've got a couch getting delivered today. My mom gets in tomorrow, like I said, and she's going to be staying in the back room. You know, so we're going to take a quick Ikea trip, buy a little cheap bed and and some bathroom furniture and, and various extras that we need for the house we're not gonna like swag it out with fucking expensive furniture or anything because who knows it's very convenient to not only have that extra bedroom for her or other guests to stay in but also to not be in a crammed ass office slash nursery um, trying to change diapers while I'm on a zoom call and shit like that so it's dope yeah stoked love it love it love it But yeah, that's the biggest update in my life other than the kid is that we just have more space now and I'm excited. I'll talk more about fatherhood stuff as the time goes on. I mean, there's no real updates. He's still just a little bowl of pudding in in skin form. You know, he's not it's not a lot of stuff happening other than just, you know, eating, sleeping, shitting. Uh, Hopefully as time goes on, we'll have more updates about uh, his personality developing and stuff like that. And that'll be fun. But Without further ado, we're going to get into this episode with Kier, who I had a great time talking to. I just think she has a very bright future, and you guys are tapping in right at the beginning. We'll see what happens. You can follow along or, you know, don't follow along, and then who knows, maybe three, four, or five years down the line, you'll be like, oh yeah, I've, I've heard her name before. No shit. So without further ado, here is my interview with Kier. What brings you out to L.A. this time? Um, L.A. is where the music is. That's where I feel like. Like, every, all the I connections like and too. stuff. That's, yeah. Yeah. Is this your first time out here? First time. First How time. was it? It's amazing. Yeah. I don't want to go back to Philly. Really? <laughs> like, it's, it's so amazing out here. Yeah. It has a magnetic pull to it. Once the music starts to work a little bit, people yeah. really feel that need to kind of, like, be yeah. here in the epicenter. Huh? I don't blame them. Yeah. Do you go to New York a lot? No, I only went there once. Yeah. It was lit. It was and lit. It, it didn't feel the same as coming out here, though? No, it didn't. Like, it honestly still felt like, like I was in Philly low-key. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I got you. Uh, so Philly, that's where you're born and raised? Yeah. Yeah. How did the fam end up in Philly? I, I don't know. I, I just, like, my mom, she she lived there her whole life, so. Yeah. It, grandparents lived there their whole lives? Um, They lived in the South, but and then they came here. So, yeah, but I don't know too much about that because I was told that, like, a long time ago. Yeah. So. What did mom do for work in Philly? She worked in elementary school. I guess, like, helping out, like, kids and stuff, yeah. um, tutoring kids and stuff. So. Awesome. Yeah. And dad? Dad, uh, he's nowhere to be found. And that's okay. That's a that's a theme of this show. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I always used to say that um, bad dads lead to good art. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that is true. You, you never met him? You don't know him? I or? met him. Yeah. We were close at one point in time. Then 
it just stopped. It's yeah. just one day it just stopped. So it was just like I I'm, wasn't really mad about it though. I'm sorry. It's that is literally fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, any stepdad, any father figure in general? No. Really? So just you and mom? So me and mom. Uh, any siblings? Yeah, I have four. Yeah, four yeah. siblings. Yeah, all from the same dad. Um, I'm the only one with a different dad. Oh wow! So, yeah, yeah. 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 And so you're the baby then? Um, I'm the second oldest. Oh, you're the second oldest. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. Tell me about your siblings. How, 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 what was their influence on you growing up? Um, I, I always just wanted to protect them and just like, just made sure to let them know that do whatever they want. Because my sister also wanted to make music, but like she's really always in her head about it. And it's just like, she sees that I'm doing it now and she's starting to like, see that if i can do it she can do it too so is Same. older sister or younger sister younger sister oh yeah she's right. she's the second oldest from me okay so we're the second youngest i don't know i mean man i don't know how math <laughs> works either know. to tell you the truth it's one of those <laughs> yes, one of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> I feel like the second oldest from you and the second youngest from you, it might be the same thing. I, it might be the same I, I, thing. Yeah, I don't know. She's she's nineteen. Okay, so. yeah. So she right there. Yeah, right there. Yeah. Are you guys like best friends? Yeah, we're being close. so close in age. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. What's life in Philadelphia like for you as a kid? What part of Philly are you from? Um, I'm from West. Yeah. Um I never went outside. I never left my house. Really? And then um I recently moved to North and still don't go outside there's a home studio where yeah. i'm staying at so like everything's there just like and so west is like all the like row homes packed into each other yeah right? yeah yeah it's yeah. really tight it's really tight yeah why didn't you leave the house a lot it was nothing out there for me yeah like nothing was out there for me what do you mean explain that for like me. the people it was hard to make friends i don't know it was I, it was always hard to make friends for me so why? I don't know. I guess the this just the environment and the schools I went to, people didn't really fuck with me or I just stood out a little too much. So it was uh, yeah. How so? Like I would just come to school one day with like some crazy shit in my hair and everybody would just look at me crazy and like I'll smile at girls and like they'll just give me like the stink eye or something. So No like, kidding. And this yeah. is all the way back in like elementary school? Elementary all the way until high school. High school I had one good friend, but yeah. like that was it. So like yeah. yeah. If you're in the house uh, your whole life and kind of living in your own head mm -hmm. a, a little bit, what uh, were you getting into in the house? Were you on the internet? I was always on my phone. Okay, I was yeah. always on my phone. And what were you into on your phone? Music. Yeah. Music. Even from a young age, huh? Actually, no. I mean, yeah, I always listened to music from a young age, but I literally just started it like a year ago because I was just like... Started making it a year yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, that's, of course, that makes sense. But I mean, uh, I guess I'm asking... When you're in elementary school and you're you have like outlandish style that's making other girls give you the stink eye or what <laughs> have you, where are you finding that influence from? Like who's making you want to do funky stuff with your hair or dress wild? You know, FKA Twigs. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. I love FKA Twigs. How old were you when you discovered her? I discovered her when I was actually in middle school. I was like thirteen yeah. or fourteen. Yeah. And what? How does your style change after that? I once I seen her doing like. So she was just doing so much unusual stuff that I've never seen before. And I was like, I got like so attached to it. I just started doing it myself. Like it's putting beads in my hair, yeah. like the glitter. And it was it was just so much. Like, I, I can't even, I don't know. It was so much. So let's go way back then because you're such a youngster. We got to start when you're like <laughs> a baby baby. Like as far back as you can remember, do you remember being like creative and artistic? Um, like, does your mom have stories about you being um, quick to talk or quick to learn how to read no. or anything like that? Yeah. No. No. 
No. What 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 were you like as a as a young child? I didn't talk. Shy? Very shy. Yeah. Um, I didn't start talking until I was four. No way. Yeah. Wow. Was your mom worried about that? Yeah, because, like, everyone, all of my other sisters started talking and stuff, but I, I just wasn't talking. Yeah. But, yeah, that's that's kind of all I remember. And so when you did start talking, did, were you still, like, yeah, I still n- wasn't, not a big talker? Yeah, I still wasn't a big talker. <laughs> yeah, right. At that age, when you're in the house, like, even back then, you're shy, not leaving the house, not going outside to play with people? Yeah. What kind of, like, cartoons and shit are you into? Were you into, like, weird cartoons? Ed, Ed and Eddie's my favorite yeah, cartoon. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like uh, The Kids Next Door. Okay. I love that. Yeah. Um, Was it a lot of, like, watching TV, or, or did you have other things that entertained um, you as a kid? I felt like it was definitely watching a lot of TV. Yeah. Being that you didn't have friends in the neighborhood, did you spend a lot of time with your siblings? Though? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Did you guys um, do a lot of like uh, imagination stuff? Yeah. We would make like fake money yeah. and fake wallets and we would just like buy like clothes and stuff from each other. Yeah. And um, we'll make like a lot of money too. And we would draw it and like a little dollar sign and That's stuff. So we would do that. Or like, we so you guys have... were like young hustlers in the yeah. house. <laughs> yeah. You're starting your own Depop stores and shit. <laughs> we did. <Yeah. laughs> right. I didn't think about that. <laughs> yeah, that's really funny. Was it the the sister that's closest in age to you that was like your day one, or or was it all all three of the siblings? All three of them. Yeah, you guys were all very close. Yeah. Yeah. Very. Yeah. When you do start going to school, like in elementary. Oh man! You hated it instantly. Yeah, I cried every day. Really? Why? Yeah, I my mom seeing my mom leave was the worst. Like my anxiety would go, like I would just cry. I would cry until I get sent home, but they wouldn't send me home. They'll send me to the nurse, but oh, I was man. yeah, it was so bad. Damn! So you had anxiety even as a kid? Yeah. But you probably didn't know what it was back I, then. Yeah, I just know that I was feeling sad, and yeah. I just wanted to get away from everybody. Right. Uh, yeah. What is the social makeup of a school like did you go to school in west philly yeah and so is it a predominantly black school yeah yeah yeah. did you ever end up going to a school um that wasn't predominantly black like in high school or anything yeah in high school and what's that change like that was the craziest like i actually really started to like school like it was it was the best everyone was so nice everyone talked to me like i was i felt like i was actually learning things too like i like i don't know maybe because of distraction from kids i can't but once i went to upper darby high everything changed like it was that was the best school oh no kidding yeah, wow. I liked it. Okay. Before you get to Upper Darby when you're in your in your elementary school, were there any subjects that you liked? Did you like reading? Did you like drawing? I really like drawing. Yeah. I really like art artists. class and stuff. Yeah. Did you did you take the music class? Did you guys have music class? We didn't have music class. Man, budget cuts. Yeah. Up, yeah, motherfuckers. yeah, it was yeah. You know, thirty years ago, forty well, thirty five years ago when I was in elementary school. We had music class, and I, it's a shame that they've cut those budgets. I know, yeah, I know. That's crazy. I used to always see it on TV, and I'm like, why can't we have? Yeah, music why don't class? we have that? I, I was so pissed. Would you walk to school? When yeah, you I was literally like right across the street from my elementary school. Yeah, right, so. right. What is that? What's that neighborhood like? Like, describe what row homes in West Philly and like just describe what it looks like to people you know what i'm saying it's because i i visited and is it is foreign looking you yeah. know yeah the houses are really small um long and skinny right yeah no they actually are long and skinny yeah 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 yeah, yeah. 
it almost feels like you could just reach out and touch both of the walls and you That's can see how you could, all the way down to the back of the house. Literally, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. then you go upstairs and it's the same way. It's like the every, same way. Yeah, everything's built in like these little tiny compartments. Yeah. I didn't like it. You didn't like it. No, I lived there like until I was 12. I was so happy once we moved. I was, it was, I don't know. Every, the house was, the neighborhood, everything, I just didn't like it. Yeah. But like, yeah. it was cheap, so. Yeah. And not? there's not like a lot of restaurants and stuff. No, or there's like grocery only. Grocery stores even. No, right? there's just a McDonald's, a poppy store, yeah. um, a fresh grocer, probably like down the street but yeah. that's it like no restaurants or nothing right right um so when you're 12 you move that's yeah so what what was what made you guys move after my uncle passed away we just wanted change like we just wanted different because it, it was just i felt like or we all felt like just i don't know was your uncle living in the house with you guys no but he would come over like a lot he'd okay, come yeah. over a lot and this is your mom's brother yeah yeah right. yeah after that like that's when we moved because we never planned on moving until he passed away so were you close with your uncle yeah i yeah. was that's such a formative age to lose an uncle like yeah. 11 12 years old you're really starting to like grasp what your own personality is but yeah. also grasp the idea of mortality so like was that a devastating loss it was i was still so young to like really understand like i still didn't really believe it like but now like when i see pictures of him i get really sad so yeah like back then i wasn't really sad because it was just like it didn't feel real. doesn't feel real yet. yeah yeah it hits when you're older yeah for sure you know it's weird that shit never goes away like my grandfather from easton he died when i was seven oh. and thinking about him i could still cry i you, could cry right now like, you know that's, what i'm saying it's crazy and it's weird because like it's so far removed yeah but it's like when someone dies at that age yeah you just never get over it yeah you know yeah yeah it's tough it's tough uh, well, I'm sorry for your loss. So, so then mom decides to move the family. Yeah. And we're, you guys moved to North Philly. Um, we stayed in West. Okay. Um, I just felt like the houses just get shittier. Like I honestly just I don't know, or maybe the part we was in it was just not it. But yeah, we moved. We stayed in West though. Okay. Uh, but does life get a little better after the move or not? Um, it did get better, and then there's just some rocky moments, and then. It goes downhill, but it eventually comes up as everyone starts to get older. So yeah, yeah. What made it go downhill? What happened? Um, just landlord problems. Um, yeah. Neighbors. It's it's just a lot of unnecessary stuff that yeah. we had to go through. So yeah. And so there's some probably housing difficulty. Mom's probably having a hard time. Yeah. 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 Is that stressful on the whole family? Very then? stressful. Trickles down. Yeah. Does that further affect like your performance in school? Are you are you like definitely having, yeah. it affected it a lot? Like I couldn't really even go to school because like after a while, we moved again, and the next one we went to was South Philly. Yeah, it was like it just kept getting worse. Like so after that, yeah, something happened with the landlord again. We ended up being homeless for like oh a really long time. Yeah, and everything really started to chill out in 2017 or 2018 but it Which was is still like rocky. so recently yeah like, so recent so your childhood had some rocky times yeah i'm sorry that you had to go through that it's okay I, I think a lot of people can relate to that like there's a definite housing shortage yeah in america as is yeah rent is out of fucking control yeah how did your family survive your your houselessness thing um we ended up staying with my cousins and then something 
it's it's always something. Something happened there. Yeah. Ended up staying with my grandma. Yeah. Um, so you got a lot of family there. out there, though. Not a lot. Not a lot. Not a lot. Just the cousins and just the, the cousins and my grandma. Yeah. When you're in the cousins' house, is it like mad packed? Just like it was super packed. Me and my um sisters yeah. plus so five of you yeah because right? mom and the four of you uh-huh. and then how many cousins and then there's two yeah. and then there's a baby and then yeah there's always friends coming in and out there so yeah all packed into what like a three-bedroom house or something yeah three-bedroom house that's so hard packed. that's so hard yeah yeah you move out of the cousin's house because something happens and then you go to grandma's house is that like a little easier or still just as hard it got harder really yeah like it was just like i don't know like <sighs> Why is your is your grandmother like a strict matriarch or something? She's very strict. Yeah. But like we wouldn't even be like we wouldn't be doing anything. Like we'll stay in. Couldn't go to school. You weren't going to school at that time? No. Because she was saying like we couldn't use her dress or something like that. So it was oh, like right. cause, I don't know. Yeah. I mean shit, what do you do then? You're fucking what, thirteen, twelve, thirteen years old? And, yeah. and you're not allowed to go to school? Oh, I was actually 15 at the or fi- time. You're 15? Yeah. But you're not going to... So you're like in high school and you're not yeah, going to Yeah, like I was like in and out of school, in and Did out of high like school. Did you have like truancy officers looking for you Definitely had a lot of truancy. Yeah. Had a lot of truancy. Yeah. But um, I ended up dropping out so that that could be like a less... Like something less my mom could stress about. And, that I could stress. and then plus we didn't really have money to get back and forth to school. So... So you only went to Upper Darby for like a, a year or two. Only for a month. You only went there for a month. Yeah, then shit happened to the house. Oh, my God. So you finally get in this school where you kind of like it. And, yeah. And you're only there for a month. I complained about it all the time, every day. I was just like, how, like, I finally get into a school. I make friends for once, and then we get evicted, and then (sighs) here we go. Like, here we go again. This is, like, it was nonstop. Like, it was was crazy. Wow. That's so hard. Yeah. I'm really sorry. It's okay. Yeah, nah, this is heartbreaking shit, though, for real. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck, the trauma. Like, yeah. um, I, I don't know. Like, tell me about the happy times at that school for a month. Who did you meet? Did You You said you made I some friends some, finally. I had a really great friend. I forgot their names. That's okay. Like, I, I feel like you probably um, forget a lot of stuff. I do. And that's, like, trauma-based shit. Yeah. Like, people that are going through it. They block out memories. I have yeah. whole chunks of my life that I don't yeah, fucking remember. Yeah, same. And it's like, I don't do it. It's like literally accidental. Like, I don't, like, I, as hard as I try to remember, I can't remember. But yeah, I, I think when you're going through stuff like that or when you have, you know, just certain family situations, it's like you get so used to trying to look to the future yeah. and make it look better and worry about what's happening right at this moment. Exactly. That you never have that time to, like, look back I feel like or remember shit that's how I was living my life for a long time and yeah. like as I became prone to doing that and I was just like I'll get asked what I was doing yesterday and I literally won't remember but yeah. it's like damn what was I doing yesterday like I, yeah uh, I kind of cut you off though so but okay. at least for that one month you did make some friends yeah and that's your first time making friends really in your it life it was like my first time like not my first time in life but like my first time making ex- like genuine friends that yeah. was like Good intentions. Same with the teachers. Like, the teachers were so cool that I didn't think that I would come across, like, people like that before. Yeah. And so in that brief month that you're there, do you sort of feel yourself blossoming a little bit? Like, coming out of your shell? Definitely. I 
talked more than I ever did in yeah. Upper Darby. Like I, I did a lot. Like I had swimming classes. I was doing soccer. Wow. Um, like it, I honestly really liked Upper Darby High. Yeah, you were like coming out of your shell yeah. and like really getting it in and For the being, first time. being social. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And so because of that, in that short month, which I'm, I feel so bad that it didn't, didn't yeah. get to last. Like, do you start actually like participating in class, doing homework and shit? I was doing a lot, of, like participating a lot, doing a lot of homework yeah. projects. Like I stayed on top of everything. Did you start to realize? like oh i'm smarter than i thought i was yeah definitely definitely you know because that's so hard like being an artist which you know even though you've only been making music for a year like clearly you were an artist you were born an artist like that's not a choice that people yeah. make you know what i'm saying uh i think a lot of times school doesn't jive that well with artists yeah. in particular and so they grow up thinking like oh i'm not that smart but yeah. it's like too be in touch with your artistic mm -hmm. side is a different kind of intelligence that most people don't have access to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so for you to have access to your artistic side and then also find out, yeah. oh, wait, I am actually kind of <laughs> yeah. book smart too. I was just in the wrong environment. Yeah. That's got to feel good. <laughs> it felt really good. Yeah, yeah. But then it abruptly comes to an end. Yeah. And you're 15 and you drop out. No, oh. I was I was um 18 okay. when I dropped out. If you only went there for a month, where'd you go afterwards from the, the rest of the time? Uh, I didn't go to school. Oh, so yeah. Wait. When I'm 15, I'm in and out of school, yeah. um, all the way until I was 18. I've been in and out of school, and then truancy was just like just on my ass that whole time. So when I, oh, and then um, besides truancy though, no, 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 I dropped out because we didn't have a way to get back and forth to school. Right. But when I was like in and out of school, truancy was like on me. Like so, crazy. when you say in and out of school, like that's from the time you're. Uh, maybe like a sophomore to a senior yes. like what yes. but you weren't going to upper derby you were going yeah i was going to other schools other i went schools. to like three different high schools were you getting kicked out of some, uh, of schools and was, having to bounce around or was never it just got kicked out i just it's just because you guys were moving a lot just moving a lot yeah, yeah. yeah and during that stint when you're like with the cousins and then with the with grandma did you guys ever end up like having to go to shelters or like living in the car or? yeah definitely yeah we um ended up having to go to a um a storage unit so yeah. it was a storage unit for a night and then my mom ended up talking to her and i guess they came to understanding and we went back there but like probably like a couple months later we ended up getting the house yeah and oh yeah in um southwest so then you, you finally have some stability a little bit yeah yeah, yeah. okay wow yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a lot. It's, it's a I, lot. I confuse myself sometimes because nah, it's, it's okay. so much. Yeah, it's okay. It's a lot to cope with. It's a lot yeah, to deal with. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. What's it like having truancy on you or like... It's really nerve-wracking because you don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what happens to... to I, I never got taken away or anything. Is it like running from the feds or something kind yeah, of? Yeah, like, kind of. Like, like you like, like hiding. Yeah, like it, it feels like that. So I like, I don't know. After a while, my mom would talk to them and tell them our situations. They would, like, give us some slack a little bit. Yeah. But it was just, it was too much to, like, it was too much. Like, the teachers would just go over what we were telling them, like, just trying to get them to understand, like, yeah. it's hard right now for us to even take the bus because we have, like, we were broke. So, yeah. like, it was it was hard. Yeah, yeah. Man, that's so tough. Um, so, what what's the thing that changes from where you're in three different schools and barely attending school to where you get to Upper Darby? Like, what is the catalyst that makes that happen? Um, getting, we, we got our house in Upper Darby. Okay. And that's after the cousin, after grandma. Yeah, that's, that's then, after everything. Then you get a house in Upper Darby. Yes, yes. Okay. But you're only living in that house for a very brief amount of time. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. All right. And was, so then after Upper Darby, then you moved to Southwest. Yeah. Right? Yes. Okay. There you go. Now there I'm starting go. to understand. <laughs> Sorry. That's just a lot of moves in it a short is, amount of time. It is. It's so a it's lot. Hard. Yeah. I was trying to just keep up with it and figure it out. Um, I don't know if you've even taken the time to process it or think about it, but like, how does that affect your mental health, your personality at that age? Like, what's it like going um, through that looking back? It makes me, it makes me really sad because... We went through a lot at a really young age, me and my sisters and mom. Yeah. Looking back at it, it's like I don't dwell on it too much because like I know that my future is... is it's a survival tactic it's a, to not yeah, dwell on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just glad that we survived. Like we made it through it without anybody like falling apart. Like nobody, we, we still stayed tight. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I don't know if that answered your question. No, that does answer oh, okay, my question. Okay. I'm just letting it sink in a little bit. <laughs> Or just, you know, letting yeah. it get emotional for a moment. It's okay. I'm trying not to get emotional. It's okay to be uncomfortable. <laughs> Let me tell you, you would not be the first person nor the last person to cry on this podcast. And, <laughs> and if, you, if you end up crying, we'll cry together. Don't worry. I'm here for you. Um, yeah. So why only a month at Upper Darby? Um, so we had some really, our neighbors were just. Another neighbor situation. Another neighbor situation. But like these neighbors were they had the whole unit to themselves, so once we moved in, like they couldn't like it. I guess they they probably were squatting in the apartment that we moved in. Like we were right uh, on top of them. Yeah. And I guess like they were really close with the landlord, so whatever they say went, and whatever they told the landlord, the landlord believed them. So my mom would get calls all the time about like music playing or like, um just like loud noise or whatever but like it it was never it was never that like i just honestly felt like they wanted to be the only like people in that unit so and so they were just complaining they would just complain and complain to get us out yeah basically that's what happened and it worked and and so then you guys have to move again move again yeah that's so hard yeah um and so at that point when you do move you just decide that's it, no more school. Yeah, because yeah. it was, it was. It you was were just, probably so far behind at that point. I was really far behind, yeah, like yeah. really far behind. Because if you're truant most of your mm-hmm. age, fifteen to seventeen, uh-huh. you're probably here. You are as an eighteen year old, and you're probably only like have enough credits to be a sophomore or something. I right? was only, I was, I was. I only think I made it to the tenth grade. I only made it to the tenth grade. Yeah, so yeah. after that, I I dropped out. Yeah, because so. it just probably seemed like too much. It was it was too much, especially yeah. with all the stuff going on. I couldn't keep up with everything. Yeah. Did you end up getting a GED or anything? No, no. but I I do plan on it soon. Yeah, so. that's good. If music ends up working out for you, you're gonna have a lot of time to be able to like go back yeah. and accomplish the things that you weren't able Definitely. to at that time because Definitely. because of a lack of resources. Yes, because I think you have a lot of potential and you have a lot of um, charisma Thank that could you. lead to a lot of uh, monetary comfort. And then you'll have time. Then you'll have the resources to take care <laughs> yeah. of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that makes so, me happy. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. So when you do decide to drop out because it's all too much do you have to sit down with your mom and like have that conversation or is it just kind of like no it just happened it just happened yeah that was it yeah and, and you're 18 at that point yeah yeah so now you're an adult yeah and like legally yeah what does is mom like hey time to take care of yourself or do you still have a place to stay i still have a place to stay yeah okay i used to work i'll try to help out as much as i could yeah after a while i got fired yeah, I got I got laid off from one of my jobs. I was working at Macy's. Yeah. And because of the situation, this is this is back to when I was with my grandma. But yeah. like when I was working, yeah, yeah I got laid off because it was just like 
I just I I would still wouldn't have enough money to to go to A to B or to to feed my family or yeah. to just help out like so. Right, it wasn't probably even making a dent. It wasn't right? even making a difference. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Let's talk about how you would keep yourself happy during these times. All right, like let's talk about that. You're already a, a bit of a loner, right? Yeah. And you spend a lot of time in your own head. Yeah. Right? But you also have a phone in your hand. Yeah. And so you have the internet. Yeah. And I'm sure that you like probably found your people online. Maybe Definitely. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, let's talk about that. Like after you find out about FKA Twigs when you're like 13, 14, mm-hmm. right? What were you doing online to kind of keep yourself sane? Um, I would be editing pictures on Pixar like all the time. What's that? I've never even heard of Pixar. Pixar is... is um. Is it like a cooler version of, of Visco? Yeah, yeah. There's so many effects. There's so much stuff you can get. You can really get creative. I, I used to spend hours on that app when I was younger. Um, yeah. I would be on Pixar. Um, there's this Is game. Is it like Photoshop kind of or something? Um, no? Yeah, I guess you can say that because you can, you can do a lot of stuff on it, especially if you have to pro for Pixar. You can do a lot on yeah. it. And what what kind of art would you be making on there? Um, I would just like take like selfies or pictures, and yeah. I would just like merge them together, yeah. put like little effects on them and stuff like that. And then post them to Instagram. And or... Post them to Instagram. Yeah. And... Did you garner like a little Instagram following? On Tumblr, I did. On Tumblr, I was also doing it on Tumblr too. Yeah. So, so you you were like had a little Tumblr clout. Yeah, a little yeah. bit of Tumblr clout. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that was an era. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What? Like, were you like a Tumblr scene kid? I kind was of? definitely some a, a, a Tumblr. Scene yeah, yeah i was obsessed with it like everything about tumblr i still love it. i'm still like scrolling to this day like it's, it's still my favorite i feel app. like a lot of artists met each other on tumblr though Tumblr's like, like that still that? has an effect right yeah did you meet anybody on tumblr that you're still in contact with no 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 all right <laughs> yeah yeah um what what kind of, so like the tumblr stuff that you would post though just mainly selfies or would, uh, it would be like pictures of like like yeah. it would be like a gas on the ground but you know how it turns into like a rainbow yeah it'll be stuff like that or like so are you posting mainly original photos or are you also like curating photos like you original know I mean? original and cur- yeah yeah that, yeah like both, uh, both yeah yeah right was the art that you were curating and making dark and moody because of your situation or did you go the opposite route and go like extra happy and cutesy in order to like mask the what you were going through definitely be dark and moody yeah it was sometimes it'll be like young lean his okay. like i'll do those type of edits too yeah, yeah and yeah just those two mixed together yeah and so at that point in life tell me about some of the music that you're listening to and that that goes on to influence your sound um the broods okay the hicks uh, there's this one artist named Mo. Yeah. She's amazing. Yeah. I listen to FKA Twigs like almost every day. So I listen to a lot of like um Hoochie. There's it's uh this um trap page on YouTube called Hoochie. They just make a lot of like remixes of songs and stuff. It's really hard. Okay. Um and through that era of your life online, do you meet any other local artists? Cuz like for example, you walked in, you got a working on Dying Mask. Yeah. I know like at that time working on Dying, that's like when they were kind of first coming up, you know, cuz uh-huh. I think the first time I hear about them was probably in like 15, 16. Yeah, I literally just heard about them like Oh, recently. Yeah, recently. Oh, so never mind then. Like it was like I think a year ago now. Okay, yeah. A year ago. Did you start meeting anybody like via Tumblr or Instagram that was like um doing stuff in Philly that you could like link up with or no? no? Yeah, no. I was like I was just I don't know, I was scared to leave the house. Like I was scared to meet people like watching a lot of TV and like movies definitely traumatized me. 
Um, how so? What do you mean? Like you know, like even the even the like even the the really good people can have the worst intentions. So like yeah. I'll just I don't know. And I I came across a couple people, and it was just it was I just never wanted to meet people again after that group of people that I came across. So yeah, like yeah. W- like abusers or something no they weren't abusers like they were also artists but it was just the vibes weren't there okay so a lot of trust issues as well definitely yeah wow i would bet because i have a bad dad too you know he he died rest in peace uh and 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 you know we kind of healed some issues before before he passed away he had alzheimer's disease and so so i had like 10 years to to kind of like have to help take care of him so it became like this weird reverse in in the dichotomy of of how that worked anyway my point is i used to go to a shrink right i should probably still be going to a to a therapist i should um but i would bet that if you went to a therapist, they would tell you like, oh, well, you know, you have some abandonment issues because of your oh, father. Because that's man. what I had. I had abandonment issues. And abandonment issues lead to like trust issues. Yeah, right. Yeah. And lead to people being very like disposable. Yeah. Right. Because like if your dad treats you as though you're disposable, yeah. then why wouldn't you treat everyone else in your exactly. life like they're disposable? Exactly. Right. Like you can't trust them because yeah. they're just eventually going to leave you anyway. Right? Yeah. And so maybe maybe you're feeling some of that as well. As Definitely. Because yeah. we were like the relationship I had with my dad, we were cool. I and mean, I just, like, we would be on and off for a little bit. And then one time we got really close. Like, we would hang out every day yeah, for a little minute. And then one day, like, I would, I would text him. I was really going through something, and I just needed somebody to talk to. He wouldn't answer. And I would, like, it would be every day I would call him. And I, would, I told my mom one time, I was like, do you know what he's doing? Like, has he, has he like, talked to you lately? Yeah. And... When he did, like, get on the phone with her, he had the poorest excuse ever of why he stopped talking to me. Oh. He, like, he told me it was because I missed his birthday. And I was like, so you, you stopped talking to me because like you, I missed... he fucking ghosted he you. He ghosted me and he yeah. missed half my life because I missed, like... Well, he missed half my life. Yeah. And no birthdays, no anything. And he's mad because I missed one birthday. Wow, that's weird. I know. It probably has something to do with him and my mom. And it's just out of out of nowhere one day, like after being so close, it just started to fade away. The more I tried to call him, it was just like, I'm literally wondering what's going on for the yeah. longest. I finally asked my mom, like, you know what's up with him? And he yeah. calls. Well, he, he texts me and we're talking, like we're texting. He tells me that I'm just like, I ran to my mom and showed her that I was like, do you see that? Like, yeah. that's why he stopped talking to me. It was crazy. Like, I never hung out with him the way I did yeah. when we were hanging out. And now that we finally did and I started to trust him, he did that. It was just like, yeah. oh, you suck. I'm sorry you went through that. That is okay. But you know what? I do hope as you get older and as he gets older and as... He's going to see me. Yeah, I hope yeah. that you guys figure it out. Because that's the thing is I never really had a chance to figure it out with my dad because he got sick and yeah. he, could, he didn't have a fucking brain like yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like I tried to like work through it, but I never really got to have that like conversation yeah. with him. So whenever I do talk to young folks when I, and I'm like, you know, if your dad's still alive, when both of you can like get to a, that place where you can swallow your pride or, or get over it or whatever, like apologize. I don't think he's going to swallow his pride. I don't, I'm sure he won't. And yeah. so at a certain point, you're going to have to be that bigger person and you're gonna, to, to, in order to help yourself. But I mean, I know that you've tried, but I'm talking like in long in the future long, yeah you're yeah. A, you, hopefully hopefully this is not to be little you're still young yeah you're still yeah. A, you're still a baby yeah i'm twice your age you know what i'm saying like <laughs> yeah. you got years you got yeah. time you got time you guys will figure it out yeah all right so anyway i don't even fucking remember where we were because we got off on a really good tangent there but 
okay, yeah, you're listening to music and yeah. you're figuring shit out on Tumblr and Instagram. I, I don't know. Yeah, I guess this gets me to a good point of like, when do you decide that you're going to stop just listening to music and start to make some? Um, My uncle made music. And I always listen to him. Your uncle that passed away. Yeah, and I always listen to him, and I was just like... He was a rapper? Or what yeah, was he, he was a rapper. He was a rapper. He was really good. Um, Philly rappers are raw as fuck. Yeah, yeah. he was really, like, it's it so sad that he had to go so soon. Cause yeah. He, what kind of rap did he make? Was it like... Was it like um, raw street Philly? Raw street shit? Philly, like, like Meek Mill shit, yeah. Philly Freeze, yeah, yeah like yeah. some raw. He was good. He was good. That's dope. Did he? Uh, did he make any headway? Like, did he have a following or anything? I was too like I. I didn't. I didn't really like know about his social medias or anything. Yeah, I yeah. just would see him on YouTube, and my mom would play him like all the time. I started yeah. listening to him, but like Instagram and stuff, I never like knew do about want, his. Things. Do you want to shout his name out so people could check out his YouTube? Yeah, or no? yeah. What um, is it? It's Ron Merck on Instagram. I mean, um, t- uh, YouTube. Ron yeah. Merck. Yeah. Ron Merck. R O N M E R C. M-E-R-K. M-E-R-K. That sounds very familiar, actually. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. All right. So he has some fire on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. That inspires you of like, oh. That inspired me a lot. I honestly feel like he's living through me because the way I was in high school and as a person, like, I don't, like, I'm shy. I don't talk to anybody now that I'm doing music and I have to, like, talk to people. Yeah. You know. I know you got to talk to fucking weirdos like me and shit. (laughs) (laughs) I honestly feel like, like, that's probably what pushed me because... I never, I, I honestly didn't think I would be, I thought I was going to be an artist, like just drawing and stuff. Yeah. Like that's, that's what I thought I was going to be doing. But yeah. Do you still draw? No. I you don't. don't draw at all? Well, sometimes I like doodle stuff, but yeah. like not like, I don't, I won't put like hours into it anymore. You used to put hours into it? Yeah. What kind of stuff did you like to draw? I I like realism. Like, oh, wow. I like, like drawing like the body. I like drawing like Figures. women. Yeah. 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 You know what? If I could draw, I would draw titties too. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I would that's do. What I would <laughs> 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 did you take? Did you get to take any like art classes? Or, no. Like, any, uh, how how would, would how would you find people to draw? You um oh um, I just imagination. Really? Yeah, I would go on YouTube first to like tips and stuff, and yeah. after that, like I'll have it. I would just imagination. I was just start drawing and. No kidding. Would you just draw on um? paper and like paper and pencil or did you paper have an iPad pencil. or something oh yeah no, paper and pencil yeah wow that's tight did you ever post stuff online yeah all the time and what would people say people loved it people loved it yeah yeah so you get a little bit of like your artistic validation yeah, that way that's yeah. dope hell yeah why do you stop drawing because music just takes over yeah I just I want to put all of my time into music like yeah. any time that I have I want to put it in music because I feel like it's just the best way I can like really tell my story and express how you know, express myself like without yeah. like I don't know. I feel like doing it the music is more fun than you know talking to someone and telling them like oh yeah, this is you know. Yeah, yeah. I will say that um, in listening to your catalog, you know, I just went through listening to everything on Spotify yeah. and shit, right? I'm surprised that you've only been doing it for a year because <laughs> you really have um, a solid delivery. And, Thank you. Yeah, of course, you have a very. Uh, um, established style like you found you seem like you've already found your voice very quickly if that makes sense yeah how do you start to figure that stuff out i just did it yeah like i i honestly i don't know i just did it one day and i kept doing it with who like by yourself by myself i did it i was doing it on my phone on your phone yeah what, what, like garage band 
Um, BandLab. On BandLab. Yeah. Is that a free app? Free app. Okay. I would imagine you go to like YouTube and start looking for type beats. Yep. What type beats? Lucky type beats. Yeah, lucky type um, beats. Future type beats. Yeah. Um, those are still all in my phone though. They 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 don't probably probably won't ever get released. But yeah. Um, uh, I'm trying to think who's another one. Young bands, I like his type beats too. Yeah. Um, like all in that, like Lucky and Young bands, like that kind of sound, that category is like, I love that sound so much. Okay. Like, it's just like I don't know. Yeah, is. yeah. Uh, and so you started just filling your phone with type beats. Yeah. And, and what, like writing just by yourself? Oh, freestyle everything. Freestyle. Yeah. Every, you freestyle everything. Yeah. Everything. Still. Yeah. Still. And then what? Go through and clean it up. No. No. Like um, yeah. No, I'll just just leave it there. The process of making a song, like, I would just, like, it would take a couple runs, but, like, I don't know. I never, like, went back and, like, changed anything. I would yeah. just keep it how it is. Well, because I noticed sometimes you're doing, like, stylistic punch-ins where you're, yeah, like, going definitely. line by line. Definitely. So So when you're over, when you're, like, rapping over a beat, are you doing one line, thinking about what you're going to say next, then punch Oh, yeah, into... no. I will just one line punch, one yeah. line punch. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's a that's a tried and true method of writing songs for yeah. sure. Uh, how does it get from just making like doodle songs on your phone to having like young influencer Kim find you and like I, people vouching for you and shit. I I didn't even expect to be here. Like I always yeah. like wanted to be like here and do a song and I just I, I don't know. It's crazy to know that I'm here right now doing yeah. it. So knowing that like she fucks with me and yeah. like like it, it just, it's really motivating because it's like I'm I'm really doing something right. So it's just I don't know. No, I, know. I totally appreciate it's, all that. But let's go step by step here. How? Sorry, yeah. No, no, that's fine. Do you start posting stuff on SoundCloud? Yeah, I'll do SoundCloud first and then I'll make my way to like Apple and Spotify. Okay, so when you're posting on SoundCloud, are you getting some like like response from people a lot yeah. yeah you're getting clouded up kind yeah. of like people are responding reposting yeah um what's the first song that you put out that like catches a little fire where you're like oh shit um, this got like a thousand players or this got five thousand plays the first very first song i dropped was in 2018 but yeah. like i wasn't taking music like how i'm taking it now but it right. was it's called come through yeah and um that was like the first song everybody was like like they really fucked with it. Like first, it went to um um SoundCloud, then they would find me from SoundCloud and yeah. like text me on Instagram and be like, "This is really nice." Yeah, yeah. Stuff, so. Did anybody that you were surprised? Like, did any other like artists hit you up? Like, yo, I yeah. fuck with this. Yeah, actually, no, not they didn't hit me up about like like fucking with my music, but they'll hit me up when the work and stuff. So okay, yeah, 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 that's tight. And so like anybody that you were like minorly starstruck by or anything um, like that. Honestly, Kim. Like, cause like I've been following her and and like like she's really tough like DJing yeah. and stuff. So that's like the only person. Let I'm me like, shout out Kim real quick. Yeah, cause Kim has become my plug for women artists, <laughs> yeah. women rappers in particular. <laughs> she is so up on like who's about to be the next like woman that's gonna catch fire, and I appreciate that shit because you know there's not enough people. Um, facilitating those kind of things for women there's not enough people um advocating for women rappers you feel yeah, me like I, yeah. like a lot of a lot of women get lost in the mix and that's yeah. some unfortunate shit so yeah. it's fantastic that um someone like him has such an open ear for it yeah. and then is like he helping um you know f i don't know feed the beast i guess or whatever <laughs> like you know kim has suggested multiple people to yeah. to this show other shows that i work on and, and so She's that's great. really great so when she hits you up what what like what's that response like my my friend um cove he told me about her first and yeah. i i didn't know much about her yeah. and then i started following her and then i started seeing like what she's doing it seems like she's actually really tough and i was like oh shit yeah so after that it was just like 
we link up and it's like really cool and it's just like oh shit so yeah yeah in coming out here to la like what was the goal just to like link with people work with people goal, shoot videos yeah the goal is to never go back like that's Are you the gonna, goal you're like moved here Are you're not going we're, back that our plan is to stay here like we we came here to, to oh, so this isn't a vacation no we're oh. trying not to make it a vacation like every oh, wow. everyone i came with are all producers and yeah. um got an engineer and there's another artist cole yeah and like we're i feel like our music you don't hear our type of music as much. Yeah. So to bring it out and then to like share it to LA, it would yeah. probably be like crazy. So Yeah, that's yeah. dope. Well, so how do you link up with Cove and the rest of the team? One day, um, my friend Don, um, he hit me up about one of my songs that I posted. And he told me he listened to it like 20 On times. Repeat, yeah. repeat. He was like, he was like, you got to get me in the studio. So yeah. linked in the studio. I'm at Cove and Ever since then, like, it was just, like, we clicked. Like, it was... You found your people. I found my people. Yeah. Is this the first time in your life you feel like you found your people? Yes, this is the first time. And how does that feel? It feels, like, I feel like I belong. Like, it's... I can be me freely. Like, I don't have to, like, you know, hide anything. Like, all my weird sides, because I have some crackhead sides to me that, like, they don't judge me about. So, I... they were my people. They're, maybe they're helping alleviate some of the trust issues. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. You can trust them. I can definitely trust them. Is that a good feeling? It's a great feeling. Yeah, It's right. a great feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What does your mom think about you? Does she know that this is not a, a short trip? Um, I think she has an idea that it's not a short trip because, like, after a while, I started living with my friends just, like, to do more with music. And she was honestly okay with that because she sees just something I really want to do. So Yeah, yeah. Like, at least you're pursuing something. You got yeah, a passion. yeah. Because now's the time to do it. You're, exactly. You're a young woman. You have so much life in front of yes. you. And it's like, why live with regret? Now yes. is the time to try, you know. Yeah. We're in a fucking pandemic. You might as well do it now. <laughs> what else are you going to yeah. do? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, that's good. I'm I'm glad that you found your people. And I'm glad that you're, like, jumping off that cliff and yeah. hopefully landing in warm water. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's, you know, if you didn't do that now, you'd spend the rest of your life going, maybe I should have done that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. That's so cool. Um, What's it like filming your first, like, music videos and shit like that? Because I'm surprised to hear that you're a shy person. Because I watched, like I said, I watched the videos and I'm like, oh, she, she swagged out. She's charismatic. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you got star quality. So, like, um, did you have to, like, really go to a different place in your head to let that come out or what? No. We, on my first music video, we went to King of Pressure. Yeah. Um, we shot one in front of the mall, found a cool little neighborhood, and it was like this baseball feel. And yeah. it was just like, all right, this is the spot. And I just, the first time I was really shaky at first. So like, I was just like, I got to calm down a little bit. But yeah. after a while, we started like doing takes and stuff. I started getting the feel of it and I yeah. just, I just did it. So that was good. It was fun. Yeah. You feel like when the cameras are on, the charm just comes out? I feel like it takes a little bit of time. Maybe to other people, was like right there but for me i feel like i'm just like what are you doing yeah it, it, it comes out eventually yeah right so now that you're out here mm-hmm. you came out with a whole team right? yeah let's shout them out and kind of establish who the team is and, yeah. and if you guys have a crew name or something and, and you can give give the listeners their ats and, and yeah you, you could put them up on a whole new scene pure human yeah forever pure grateful human. okay we got cole don alien yeah. We got J Huff, Drift, Brad, um, 
Ellie and me. And all I, of you guys came out together. Yeah, we all came out together. And you're all like in a crash pad right now. Yeah. Holy shit, man. That's all a lot together. of people. Yeah. It's a lot of people. Did I did I name seven people? At least. I think I did. Okay. It felt okay. like twelve. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> yeah. I was like, did, you just named the whole Wu Tang <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What's the plan out here now? The what, plan. What are you guys going to do? A lot of music. Yeah. Like a lot of music. We got a studio for a really long time. So yeah. we plan to be there every day. Whenever we can get it, we're going to go. You're going to be there. So that's that's our plan out yeah. here. Yeah. It's music. Uh, is the goal to find like a record deal or do you guys want to stay indie? indie you guys want to stay indie yeah 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 that's good there's a lot of money to be made in the indie yeah. world yeah. i probably i bet you i know the answer to this but have you ever played any shows yet no yeah, but no. kim played my music at oh uh, the baby face of uh, baby face oh, ba- ray it was crazy oh wow first time hearing my, my music on speakers like that yeah. that was crazy did it, I- did it bump it bumped so I didn't expect her to play it. I got yeah. on. The, I was shaking so bad. I had to get down because I thought they could see me. I thought everyone could see me shaking. Like yeah. my legs were like. Yeah, wow. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah, yeah, but it's amazing <laughs> to hear your shit on a real system. Though. Yeah, it was crazy. It sounded amazing. Yeah, I, yeah. I did not expect her to play that. Like yeah. it was that was crazy. And so you're out here DJing too, Kim. Man, look at <laughs> she's yeah, so here. lit out here. <laughs> Uh, being shy and being that you've spent so much time uh, kind of to yourself, is it nerve wracking recording in a, in front of other people or like letting them into your creative process? Yeah, because honestly, I'm still kind of nervous to like, yeah, yeah, because I'm so used to doing it at home, like just in my room on my phone by myself, like all the time. So I'm kind of getting out of it. Yeah, but it's, it's still nerve wracking. I feel bad because I feel like this part. Or like the performance part is gonna be very nerve wracking oh, for you, yeah. and I'm and I hope that it's not, and I hope that you that we get through it. <laughs> yeah. And my only advice is just smile while you're doing it, <laughs> yeah. and you know what I mean. You'll get through it. Uh, but anyway, you know, Kira, I th- I think that was a um, it's a very interesting and very like at times sad story. Yeah. And I'm sure we didn't even scratch the surface of like the reality of what's going on because there's yeah. a lot of stuff that you probably have to hide and, and yeah. names that you have to change. Yeah. Um. You know, so yeah, I don't know. I'm I I'm glad that you're coming to the light at the end of the tunnel uh, and, and, and and coming into your um, young adulthood with a with a good team behind yes. you and feeling comfortable and, and hopefully like leave some of the leave some of the shittiness in the past. Yeah, you know what I'm saying yes. Um, you know, and maybe one day you'll be able to remember stuff. Yeah, because you'll stop I hope, man. Man, I mean, I, yeah, shocked. keep a journal so that you can remember yeah. these times. Yeah. Because let me tell you right now, the, the the phase that you are in in your life where you're in this like creative black hole with your team and, and everything just feels like it's going to be something. It's the best times that you're going to have in your life. So if you if you have trouble with memory, fucking write shit down yeah. to remember it. Yeah. This is special. This is a special. This, time. Is, this is very special. It's a special time. Very. Um, yeah. All right. Before we get out of here, tell the people where they can find you online. Okay, you can find me online. Well, you can find me on Instagram at FromCare, Twitter at WhoIsCare, SoundCloud at FromCare, and YouTube FromCare. And Kira is K E A R. Yes. You can find her on Spotify and Apple Music and all those places. And let me tell you, uh, you will be very early on that um, <laughs> because yeah, she's you're right at the ground level. We're really up on something early right now, and that's dope. And I'm I'm stoked to have you on. So thank Happy you for to your be time. Here. Thank you. Yeah, and I'm glad that you're um out here trying to make it work in LA. Yeah, yeah. 
Shout out Kim. Yeah, shout out Kim. So lit. Shout out Kim. Oh my so, gosh. You know, fucking DJing and advocating <laughs> and man, doing everything. Um, that said, my name is Lee. Some of you guys might know me as Intuition. You can follow me online at It's Intuition. You can follow the show at Kinda Neat. Um, you can follow my man, Avery Kentis, behind the boards making this shit sound buttery at Avery Kentis. YouTube.com slash Kinda Neat, where you are going to see Kier perform an exclusive that no one's ever heard before. What's it called? Gave it all. It's called Gave It All. And uh, everything wrapped up in a pretty package at kindaneat.net. And that was it. You know, that was Kier. I'm Lee, and this was Kinda Neat. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs>